WTOY Sunday Show is brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry, here to help life go right. The Sunday Show is a weekly forum to discuss issues affecting our community. Now here's your host, LaMoya Burks. Good morning, and this is Donald Nelson sitting in for LaMoya Burks. This is the KTOY Radio Sunday Show, uh, again with Donald Nelson and the Crosstalk panel. And uh, in keeping my promise when I left, I said that uh, in case that uh, somebody's out and I need it, I'd be sure to come back if the good Lord's willing and the creek don't rise. And so I'm here this morning as a substitute. Being an educator, I know oftentimes the substitute just keeps, just manages uh, the environment. And so this morning, I'm just going to manage the environment. Uh, I, I don't expect to be as as thorough and as real as the real one and that's miss lamaria burks and she'll be back uh don't you cry now because she'll be back on next sunday the casey ktoy radio show 104.7 produces a sunday show uh the show comes to you each sunday morning from 9 until 10 a.m and this is the first day of august the first sunday of the month and uh and it's also the go back to school month so what we're going to do I'm going to ask you and and all of you and to let's dedicate our prayers uh, this month and thereafter for students and teachers that have to go back uh, into those uh, classrooms and into those halls and pray that they not be affected with the coronavirus. Now this morning we're going to have a great time because I got my family here this morning the crosstalk show. Uh, somebody says that your family? I said well not biologically but sociologically uh, and racially uh, and spiritually. Uh, they're my family, and so I'm just having a good time. Glad to be back with them, to see that they're all safe. In the meantime, uh, we're going to go to a, a brief, an abbreviated break, and right after the break, I'm going to tell you who the family members are. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of The Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks, brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. I'd like to ask you a question. Are you paying way too much for your car insurance? Sure, the rate you pay on insurance isn't everything, but State Farm has surprisingly great rates along with first-class customer service you deserve and will receive from our office. This is your local State Farm agent, Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Please visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. At Whataburger, how do you make something that's already fresh even fresher? By adding fresh new things, like crisp pico de gallo for a little kick and creamy cilantro lime sauce for that extra whoa and pepper jack cheese because, of course, all on top of two fresh beef patties or with chicken on a brioche bun. Whataburger's limited-time pico de gallo burger and new pico de gallo chicken sandwiches. Good thing for fresh things. Good thing there's Whataburger. Available by dine-in, drive through curbside, and delivery. Delivery available in select locations. Fees may vary. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. Anyone can claim to be an expert, but the flooring installers at Carter Adams Flooring are proven experts. For top quality flooring at a competitive price, the only name you need to know is Carter Adams Flooring. Stop in 4321 Texas Boulevard for a free estimate. Hello, Arklatex. Mike Gillum here with Clear Sound Audio Video. Does your home, business, or church need an upgraded audio or video system? Stop by our showroom at Cowhorn Creek and Kennedy Lane or check out our website at clearsoundaudiovideo.com. 
How would you like to pay 10 to 25% less on your energy bills? That's exactly what you can do with a metal roof. And metal roofs last two to three times longer than shingled roofs. Metal Mart, the right materials for the right price. Take the Leary exit off 30 West next to the airplane. To help your local business community grow, go to looklocalfirst.com and click on Texarkana. Now back to the Sunday show with LaMoya Burks, brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. Okay, thank you for staying with us uh, during the, the break. Uh, before we went to the break, I mentioned that I was going to tell you who the members of the family, the Crosstalk family, are. And uh, we have uh, Mrs. Joanne Rice and uh, Brother Jesse Keaton and Brother Mark White. And uh, glad to have them back. Uh, Mark, uh, uh, I said a few minutes ago that we were all members of the family. We have to incorporate your wife in the educational family because she is the principal at Theron Jones, right? Correct. Yeah, and when Brother Mark is still making all that big dollars, then he's coming back and going into the educational system and, <laughs> and teach with us, okay? Yeah. Jesse, wh- what's going on? I mean, what's going to be new at Arkansas High this year? You know, we had um, meetings the other day yeah. uh, with uh, just administrative staff at Arkansas High. Okay. The one big thing I think that's really good is that they're looking into um, having set up the COVID for students on campus. Okay. To whereas they can get the shot, they'll be able to get both shots. Okay. On campus, and um, they're gonna bring their parents with them. But, but it, for those who are <laughs> eighteen and under, yes, more than likely got to have parental consent. Okay. So some kind of way they got to work that out. Okay. Uh, now I do know that this past year they did open it up for adults sure at arkansas high school to get the shot and they may open it up again for adults and it'll be good that for those adults who have not had the shot if their children are going to be able to take the shot you know okay. and they come it'd be good for them to come in also and, and take the shot also sure. i think that they probably will open it up for everybody again yeah, sure because with the covid um yeah. uh, delta viruses out there right now it's sure. it's worse than what i'm getting from the initial sure. virus, yeah. and so I think we have to be extra careful. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of hesitant on the one thing, waiting for the governor to, to um, meet with the legislature to determine whether or not masks would be mandated. Yes. You know, um, it's even if it's not mandated, you still can wear masks. Sure. And they're, they're asking that you still social distance and all those things there. Sure. But for, if it does not become a mandate, yes. then to, I would recommend that... Um, for all of the students who are coming back to Arkansas High School or any public school system uh, uh, where you're sitting around a crowd of people because right now the virus seems to be affecting younger people more so than that they do mask up, uh, even though if you've had the shot, mask up for protection not only for you but for those who are around you. Yeah, and you know what? Young, younger people don't think that they can die. Oh. That's for old folks like me, okay? <laughs> so in the meantime, they don't worry about it. Joanne, what's going on in TISD? Uh, uh, what's going to be new this year? Uh, did, did they get a new principal at Texas High? Well, first, yes, we got a new principal okay. at Texas High okay. School, All right. uh, Patty O'Bannon, okay. who has been the principal of Nash Elementary School. Okay. But unbeknownst probably to uh, the community at large is that she has quite a bit of experience at high school. Okay. And so we are very happy uh, to welcome her uh, to the to Texas High. Okay. Uh, We also are looking into offering the COVID-19 shot available 
in the district. Okay. That is something that we've done some research on, uh, and we will know more about that as time goes on. Okay. Uh, last spring, we did offer the uh, shots to um, family members and employees, uh, and it was a great success. Uh, family members were able to come as well. So we're looking into doing that again with not only the COVID shot, but any other shots that students may need. Sure. Uh, we're looking into that. Yeah. Now, everybody already knows that our governor has said he's not going to, the governor of Texas, yes. it says that he's not going to mandate masks. Mm-hmm. But myself personally, I would uh, ask parents to please look into uh, having their students masked because as we all know uh, the uh, Delta variant doesn't care about your age it is a variant that says I am open to everyone and so that's something that we really do need to think about as parents Uh, I truly believe that Uh, shields are still available and masks are still available of course we'll have plenty of hand sanitizer uh, and we'll continue to do the um, thorough cleaning, as we always have done, because that's going to be important to students and the staff. Sure. <clears throat> the coronavirus is just like drugs. It doesn't discriminate. It doesn't <laughs> care whether you black, white, big, or small, whatever the case may be. And we all have to have to be ready. All right. <clears throat> you know, this show is about topics. And, and we generally share, and, and I don't know of any other show that I'd rather be on to share and to get the expert opinions. And so our first topic is going to be about doing what you've already dwelled on, and, and that is do we think or you think that masking up ought to be a mandate in public schools? I'm going to start back with you since you were on that, okay? Okay. Okay. Well, as we all know, um, the governor of Texas has already said uh, from the great uh, city of Austin to go out into all the land sure. that we will not be mandating uh, masks. It is unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, yeah. is a decision for each parent uh, as to whether their child will be masked. Sure. I have spoken with several parents, and they all say their children will be masked because, as we know, as I stated before, the Delta variant, and as everybody else across the United States and now across the world knows, it doesn't care whether you are 6 or 16. Yes. If it decides that it has... Um, if it decides, and, and at this point, the Delta variant seems to have a mind of its own that we cannot control, just as we can't control uh, having a cough or, or sneezing. We can't control that. So you can't control the Delta variant. So the important thing for students and for parents is to look at your children very closely and decide on do you want them to have a future? Because the state of Texas has decided that it is your decision whether you live or die. And so that's something that you really need to think about because that's your decision. The state of Texas has decided the person that we elected, the people that we elected, uh, they decided also, if you remember, back in the during the snowmageddon, they decided that we some of us would live and some of us wouldn't because we don't have a good, safe power grid. So these are the people that we've elected. Have we done a good job? That's something that we really need to think about. Have we really done a good job in whom we've elected? Because we elect them to help us 
not only stay warm in the winter, stay cool in the summer, and live. So they've decided, the people that we've elected, that they don't want to do that. They don't really want to make us warm in the winter. They don't want to keep us cool in the summer. They don't care whether we live or die because I am sure that if we really uh, dove into it, I bet you they all have had their uh, shots. Sure. I'm sure their families are going out with masks on. Sure. I'm sure they're making sure that their students that attend private schools have their mask on and that there's plenty of uh, hand sanitizer and there's plenty of people around to make sure that their school is sanitized. I'm sure that their children and their spouses are well taken care of. But what about us? We're the people that voted for them. And now it would appear that they decided that we don't need them. So if we don't need them uh, for the power grid, if we don't need them for the COVID shots, why do we have them? Maybe that's something we need to look at as we vote in 2022. Maybe we need to really consider about the people that we voted for that are supposed to be taking care of us, all of us. Right now, 43% vaccinated. That is not enough for herd immunity. Right now, we have people that have decided that they didn't want to get a vaccination, but they don't want to wear a mask either. So where does that leave us? Those people like me who have gotten a shot, who have masks in every car, in every room of the house, in my, at my office, I have a shield, I have masks, coming, everything that I would need. What about us? What about the people who voted to make sure that, the, that our governor and all of our governing body would take care of us? That's something that we really need to look at. So do I want a national mandate for masks? That is the only way that people in Texas will be made secure is if there is a national mandate for masks. Because otherwise, people who live in Texas are at the peril of the governor. Mm -hmm. You know, when when, uh, I I happened to be teaching during the time we were going through integration and whatever the case may be, and I would often hear teachers in the lounge said, boy, are we sure tired of the federal government getting in our business? Why don't they stay out of our business? Why don't they do what they need to do and let us do? And my answer to that is that the federal government don't get in, in, involved in it. You're not going to do what's right. If you were going to do what was right, the federal government wouldn't have to get in it in the first place. But you're not going to do what's right, and, and, and I think you're right. It's going to require some um, federal government uh, intervention into this. Jesse, yeah, you you are at uh, TASD, and and you've been in the education field for a long period of time. What say ye? My opinion is that um, yes, we need a mask mandate. Mm-hmm. It's no, it's no doubt about that. We yeah. need that. Uh, you know, I, I listened to the governor the other day, Asa Hutchinson, and he was saying that um, there is a law that the legislator passed that said he cannot mandate. So it has to go back through the legislature, and they're meeting the an uh, emergency session, I think, this coming week to go over what they're going to decide as to what is going to happen uh, as far as the mask goes. Uh, my brief comment on this is that really that we select people to represent us in Congress. We select people to represent us in our legislature and our governor to look out for the benefit of the masses of people 
in our state and in our country, in our sure. nation. Yeah. We entrust in them the authority to make good decisions on behalf of all the people, mm-hmm. not just a segment of the people, or the wealthy people, or the poor people, but sure. for all people. Yes. And when we as individuals cannot trust the people that we have selected to make decisions based on all of us, then too, we need to look deeply into who we have selected to represent you out of your area. You know, I heard someone say the other day uh, on the, in the Constitution, uh, it's, 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 the preamble goes, we the people, we mm-hmm. the people, mm-hmm. in order to form a more perfect union. Mm-hmm. We the people, not I. Mm-hmm. So decisions have to be made with the we, but the problem is we are looking at the I. What is best in my interest? What is best for me over here and I? So until we get the I out of it, we're going to always have problems. Okay. Mark, uh, your wife is, is principal and, and, and um, unfortunately teachers uh, and administrators and what have you in public schools are affected when students come and, and uh, parents or whatever the case may be. So what's your opinion about this? Um <coughs> Without any question, it should definitely be a national mandate. Listen, this uh, Delta variant is uh, is uh, running out of control. Uh, we got hospitalizations back up again, deaths back up again. Um, it's affecting um, the youth. Um, so definitely a national mandate should be in order. Okay. Again, to what Mr. Keaton has said, you know, when you have the – the legislative bodies of the individual states making laws to keep you from doing that. It's not a representation of the people as a whole. And so, you know, some of the things that they run up administrations and and not just at the actual school, but even with the overall district, as Ms. Rice can attest to, their hands are tied if the laws says that they can't do something. Sure. And so, you know, it's it, the parents, uh, you know, the grandparents and the parents and the cousins and uncles and aunts and everybody who's listening to this show, you, you got to make a decision what's important to you. Is the life of yourself, the members of your family, um, your children are important enough to you, make them wear a mask. Okay. All right. Okay, go ahead, Jesse. Gonna, uh, I want to make one more comment. Okay. The way that it's looking for us in Arkansas is that, um, and I'm thinking this is the way it's going to go. Don't know. I'm just saying this is my opinion. Uh, I think the legislature is going to come out and, and um, give the responsibility of mass mandating to the districts. Yeah. So it will come down now to our superintendent and our school boards. Mm-hmm. So for those of us who live in this district in, in Arkansas, mm-hmm. Texarkana, is that we must get on our school board members mm-hmm. now, yeah. being that he's going to drop it off into the administration, administrative uh, role yeah. uh, because the superintendent worked for the school board. Yes. So we must get on top of them and demand to them that we want a mass mandate if it comes down to that point. Sure. So I'm just passing it out for us here in Texarkana yeah. and the surrounding uh, state yes. schools here in Arkansas. Down to the school level, then to it puts it in the hand of your school board. So yeah. get in contact with your school board member and tell them, we want a mass mandate. Yeah. This is something that we need and put pressure on your 
superintendent, so that she can go ahead and, and do what the board says because she works or he works for the uh, a school board. You, you know, there's a passage that gives you a real uh, focus on, on the school district. It says the teachers are afraid of the principal, and the principal is the principals are afraid of the superintendents. The superintendents are afraid of the school board. A school board are afraid of the parents. The parents are afraid of the kids, and the kids ain't scared of nobody, okay? So, you know, so actually we better get the kids <laughs> to decide which way we better go. Uh, and that's probably that. That's probably true. You know, I, I, I take a magazine called The End, The Week, and it comes every week, and it has some cartoons in it. And one of the cartoons showed the legislators over here saying, oh, no, no, no vaccine. Don't mandate that. That's, that's an individual right. Over in the next screen, it showed all the legislators, they had their vaccines. Correct. They had been vaccinated. Okay. Yeah. So in the meantime, and you, and you know that your president, uh, who was at the head of discouraging that because politically it did not fit him, he and his wife took got their vaccine before they left the White House. Yeah. So, you know, people, they need to wake up and decide who they're going to follow. You know, uh, you know, I don't know. It's a real mess. Okay, we're going to get into another issue here. Every time you you, you pick up a newspaper or news article, you, you hear something about the critical race theory. And it says, I picked up an article that says the Republicans are crying about the teaching of the critical race theory, and they will plan to use that in the next election in 2022. Jesse, what is the critical race theory? Uh, to me, it, well, go ahead. You, you, you tell the people, because there are a lot of people sitting out there who may not know what that means. Okay. You know, the critical race theory, they said, came out in, in the 1970s. Yeah. I think it was. Sure. And, and, um, but what it boils down to really is, It boils down to whereas people are trying to get society to understand who and what they are dealing with. Yeah. That's all it boils down to. Sure. You cannot help. You cannot service anything that you do not understand. Sure. And all it's trying to give you is a good understanding of why minorities, be they black, be that they're brown or yellow, feel the way that they feel in this country. Sure according to how they have been treated in the past. Sure. So that you can get an understanding of, you know, and I, I use this analogy all the time when I talk with students and even teachers at school. Yeah. When you go to the doctor for the first time, they give you a packet to fill out. Sure. And it's about three or four pages. Sure. The first paragraph has to do with you. But the next two and a half pages has to do with your mama, your grandmama, your great-grandmama, your, your, your children, what diseases they had, and everything give you just a history so that they can get a good background as to how now to treat you. Sure. Because you are a product of them. Sure. Now, if they had high blood pressure and cancer and, and, and all these things here, then so they can understand why your blood pressure is up and know what to do for you. So it's an understanding that they get sure. in order to treat you. So that's all critical race is. 
is that I want you to understand black people. I want you to understand how they feel about certain things. I want you to understand the feelings that their grandparents had, sure. that their mama now got, that they're passing down to their children on, uh, based on how they were treated years ago as individuals. Sure. So that when you deal with them in the classroom or you deal with them in society, you don't get wrapped up into the same mistakes they did back years ago to get the results that you had back years ago. Sure. But you need to come with a new approach to come up with something better to service your clients. Yes. And that's all critical race is. Yes. So what it is America want to change the writing of history. They do not want to acknowledge the the, 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 the negative things that have happened to black people, okay. the negative things that black people have gone through, the negative things that they have as a race of people, not the ones who are living here today, but as a race of people in the past has done in the past. Sure. You can rewrite what you want to rewrite, but you cannot change history. Yeah. History is history. Yeah. I lived in the 60s. I was raised in the 50s. I, I, I remember the segregation on the buses. I remember I could not sit at the front seat of the bus. Yeah. I remember the colored and, and white and, and, and the, the, the colored water fountains and, 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 and the white water fountains. Sure. I remember the men, women, and colored bathrooms. I remember, you cannot take that from me. Yeah. And you cannot take that from my children because they know about it too. Sure. So what I'm saying is it's going to get taught. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and like one person, this is my pet peeve, I'm sorry, but like one person said, if you don't tell your story, they will tell it for you. Sure. And, and they're not going to tell it the way that it should be told. So I tell all of us, as young people, as a race of people, we have to expose our young people to what it was in the past, what it has been, so that they can understand the advantages and things that they got now and move forward. Okay. Not necessarily to hold it against people in the past. Okay. But you have to understand your past if you want to know where you're going. And okay. I'll do that. Okay. It looks like we may have a call on the line. Caller, you're listening to the Sunday show, and this is the Crosstalk Sunday with the Crosstalk panel. So go ahead. We're glad that you called in. Go ahead. You are on the line. Good morning. I'm so glad to speak with you all. You all are such educators and pillars in the community. I would like to say, addressing the critical race theory, and okay. I'd also like to ask a question, a question of each of you. Can okay. you hear me? Yes, we can. Go ahead. Yes, sir. The critical race theory uh, 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 evolution, and evolution offers an alternative of the creation of, and also gives a, a thing of saying that addresses the caste system. Evolution says it's okay to hit you because you are not fully human. Okay, and then the other thing about critical race theory is an attempt to explain the African, I guess they want to call us African American. Some people say we're not all from Africa, but the African American experience from 1863 to now. Sure. Because we don't know anything about the, the free land grab where you could get land, but you had to be human. And so you look at some people and they say, our, fam our family owns 100 acres. We own uh, 1,000 acres. You know, get up off your butt and you can own it too. What it was given to you. Sure. You know, and so, but I'd like to know how many of you educators believe in the theory of evolution and do you think that that is an alternative to what are we being taught every Sunday morning? You know, it's a different something from nothing or some, uh, something from something. Okay, uh, yes. Mark, do you want to address yes, that, um, and uh, whomever wants to address that? Um. Well, I mean, let's if we we have to separate um, the religious aspect of uh, evolution and creation um, because you know biblically it says that God created the world, and people who believe in evolution say that we were formed over a period of time. 
So, but in evolution, w- there is a development of society from one point to another. So, at some point in time, instead of us um, uh, 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 using a rock to make a wheel, now we use rubber to make a wheel. So, it gave, it gave us an opportunity to be a little bit more efficient. In regards to the critical race theory, it is an evolution of how African Americans be from the 1800s mm-hmm. let's even go back further the 1600s 1619 until, yeah. 1619, mm-hmm. until 2021 sure. in their development throughout that entire period listen you have to understand that uh, that black people were subjected to 265 years of slavery um not through any means of their own and then another 156 years of Jim Crow that brings us all the way back up here to to, to today so the 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 black the critical black theory is just trying to incorporate let people understand what it is that as an African American what has taken place as Mr. Keaton has said we can't forget where we came from now through integration, things have gotten a little bit better for us, but the fact still remain: we cannot forget what has happened because it's a part of who we are, is what has made us who we are today. So we have that understanding. Now, if we can look at that, then they can always say that, it, you know what, that's not true. Slavery never happened. We never did that. And that, that's, of course, that's not true. Everybody knows that slavery took place. It's written in not just books in the United States, but it's written in books all over the world. So the critical race theory is just an opportunity to let people understand that, you know, this took place. Now, as far as the Republicans, you know, talking about they want to use it as a, a means of an issue. Listen, they'll they'll use the means of baby crying as an issue if that's if if they think they can get some votes. So, you know, them using it at, as a, 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 an issue so they can run against that. Listen, we, we know that there are a lot of racists and bigots that live in this country. <clears throat> so let's let's not be in denial about that. And many of them don't care f- to have citizens like African Americans here. So it's easily to influence some of those people. It's, it's not that difficult to do. But the facts still remain. It needs to be told. And that, believe it or not, there may be one or two out there who actually want to understand what's going on so they can be better people. And if, if, if the opportunity presents itself, they'll do that. So listen, um, we got we get but we have to be careful, um, especially in the religious uh, aspect mm-hmm. of the evolution and creation uh, conversation because yeah. you know it could, that could get really in depth and in detail. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. We, we, what we're going to do? We're going to go to a break, and and then when we come back, Joe, I'm going to give you a chance to to respond to this. Uh, so let's let's take a few minutes to go to a break, and we're going to ask our listeners: don't leave. Stay right there because specifically the young lady who asked the question because Miss Rice may want to refer to what she believes in. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with more of the Sunday Show with Lemoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. I'd like to ask you a question. Are you paying way too much for your car insurance? Sure, the rate you pay on insurance isn't everything, but State Farm has surprisingly great rates along with first-class customer service you deserve and will receive from our office. 
This is your local State Farm agent, Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Please visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. Get ready for Transformation Apostolic Global Connection 2021. A season of big, my time, my thing, with my God. Join Apostle Dennis Cook and President Marilyn Cook, Chief Apostle and Founder, and Apostle Tina Bonnie Greer, International Overseer, and Apostle J. Marie Phillips, International Administrator, with musical guests, Brandy Ross and Amelia Shields. August 25th through the 29th, with your nightly speakers. Wednesday, Apostle Woodrow Parker. Thursday, Pastor Tolan Morgan. Friday, Evangelist Lillian Thomas. And Saturday, Superintendent. Attendant Brian Nelson. Sunday, official day ordination service. The location, 1111 Hazel Street, Texas. And on Facebook Live at Transformation Center International Kingdom Embassy. Transformation Apostolic Global Connection 2021. A season of big, my time, my thing with my God. Make sure to be there and get your time, your thing with your God. A season of big. Get ready for Transformation Apostolic Global Connection 2021. We'll see you there. It's going to be you.